The healthcare industry has undergone transformational change in the past 10 years, especially as it relates to the implementation of technology. Even so, there's much more to do and many companies are out there doing it, but you don't know about them. At Intrepid Healthcare, our podcast will bring you the crazy ones, the rebels, the troublemakers, the ones who see things differently. The people that are crazy enough to think they can change the world in healthcare. So sit tight and enjoy as we tell the story of another thought leading trailblazer. Welcome back to Intrepid Healthcare. I'm your host, Joe Lavelle, and I'm really looking forward to this conversation with another trailblazing innovator. This one on the topics of career and resume trends. We're going to get right to it today. We're joined by Jackie Barrett Poindexter, Chief Career Writer and Master Resume Writer at Career Trend. Jackie, welcome to the show. Thank you. Glad to be here, Joe. Well, thank you so much for making the time. For you that don't know Jackie, I came across Jackie in my first days on Twitter. I had written a book on career advancement, and Jackie was already a rock star out there in social media. And I've been following her ever since and been educated by her for, I don't know, nine or ten years now, I'm sure. Jackie, before we begin our discussion, could you take a few seconds and tell the audience about you and your background? Sure. My background started with a passion for writing. I loved to write as a young girl and got some attention for that, you know, growing up uh, with a few poetry and, and writing awards. And, and it was encouraged, and my family encouraged me, my parents, especially my mother, who's a great reader and word person. And fast-forwarding to college where I studied writing, I have a bachelor's in writing with a journalism emphasis, I took that and didn't quite know what to do with it after graduating, worked a couple of corporate jobs, but was able to use some of my kind of PR and communications and writing and did a few stories and some project management and took those skills and exited the corporate world and kind of bootstrapped my startup and During that process, I consulted for a company at that time, um, a career marketing company who had a division called Career Trend, which is now my company name. And for a year, I consulted, learned the art of resume writing, or at least the nuts and bolts. I was still kind of early stage learning the art and did pretty well and enjoyed it and was lucky enough to be mentored by a lovely woman who originally owned Career Trend. And a year later, they offered to sell me Career Trend, basically selling me their name and their reputation and their database. That was 17 wow. years ago, I believe. And yeah, it was kind of exciting to have that. It was a brick-and-mortar, locally-owned business in greater Kansas City. Actually, Overland Park, Kansas was where my office was. It was kind of a hub. It still is for businesses. And I rented space. It didn't even have a website presence until a few months later at that time. So that's how I started. And then over the years, have just really had to ramp up the first probably five to 10 years, really learning the business, going to industry conferences, joining associations, becoming involved there, still involved that way. But then the internet took hold and social media and I spend a lot of time now marketing my business virtually. I was able to convert my business totally virtual a number of years ago, and that way I'm mobile. And now I live in Texas and work out of my home here on the banks of Lake Texoma. 
That's awesome. my story. That's awesome. Could you now maybe just give an overview of the work you do for your clients at Career Trend? Sure. Kind of the bottom line, what I do is tell professional and executive stories. So I work with individuals primarily who hire me one-on-one to consult with them and ultimately write their stories. So that consists of executive and professional resumes, biographies, cover letters, and all kinds of messaging that they might want to use, as well as LinkedIn profiles and other social media blogging and other content. Good deal. You are the perfect person for this first question. I'm sure this has evolved over 18 years, and the answer to this question is much different than it was 18 years ago. What are the current trends for resumes? What's important on a resume? You know, they've changed, they've changed a lot, even in the last four or five years, but certainly over the last 20 years. And one of the main trends is to really make it more textured and not so gray. So make it colorful, but not in a colorful, pretty, or just trying to sound exciting, but to really bring together the voice of the candidate or you or yourself as an individual and how that intersects with the voice of the company and the needs of the company. And it's a process that, not just a hard process, but it's a process, it's an ongoing process. So it's not just a one-time go in and do that. It's a process of a lifetime of your career. And people don't always see that if they have been heads down and not had to involve themselves with the resume for a number of years. They just think still it's a piece of paper with your chronology and something to fill a a checkbox. Jackie, I know you as a storyteller through your blogging. I haven't had the experience of working with you on a resume. Why should resumes be story rich? Oh, that is a really good question. Because story can mean, I think, a lot of things. But in the resume sense, it's telling a very strategic story. And it's blending that with, of course, genuineness. So, for example, if a client comes to me and they have worked the last two years at a startup company and the company started with just an office with three people and then it grew in that last two or three years to more vibrant office with several locations and dozens of people, then the story involves telling how and why it grew that way. And it has even some kinds of periods of climax where you show that, okay, here's, we were struggling and we almost didn't grow. And here's why I was able to get us through the storms. Just like a story might have something is gripping. You kind of want to pull that into your resume. You want to pull that in, kind of show the excitement, I guess, of what you're doing and what you've done and relate that to the target audience because they usually hiring decision maker and owner of a company a VP, whomever you're talking to, is also probably has that sort of passion about what they do, and they want someone who gets it. Right. It's hard to get the story from a bunch of bullet points, right? It is. So you got to weave that in. Very good. What are some most common mistakes that people make when building their career story, Jackie? Well, one of the major ones is really not understanding how to focus it, and that's something I could talk about for a long time, but in essence not speaking in a way that really resonates with the reader. That's a huge one. And it's because it's so difficult to do. People think they know, but we don't take the time. It's human nature. We think we already have that figured out, or maybe we don't have it figured out. We realize that, 
So we're really struggling with how to get there. And it's painful to figure that out. But it doesn't have to be, but it feels painful initially. So those are a couple, you know, the focus. And also just writing kind of very passively or using words like responsible for and not really taking ownership of the action that you took in your role. Got it. Jackie, I'm trying to put this together, and I guess you'd be a great person to ask, should a person have a different resume for every job they're proposing and a general resume to have out there, or what would you advise? Right, and that's a good question, and and it's talked about a lot in blogs and articles, and we all in the industry have different opinions on that, and there's not really one right opinion I would say that the more focused you are in your goals, the less you're going to have to concern yourself about having multiple resumes or versions. That said, if you have a really good focused foundational resume with strategically built, for example, you have subheadlines and areas where you have content that maybe you can switch out with other content to gently or even sharply refocus it, that would be my preference to have something that's kind of really foundational, but that you could make some switches and tweaks and edits from that foundation as you were referring to. Now that there are times though, when you might want something just completely different, you know, a completely different resume version that really shows you have this other, especially after a career that has any substance, we often can go different directions with our talent. And then in that case, you might just want to build a second one with a very different focus, leaving off the things that won't support that message. I just would caution people about worrying too much about having more than a couple of versions to work off of. Right. Jackie, I'm a rule breaker, so I love this next question. What rules should you break when writing your resume? Oh, good. We're at the same mindset, probably why we connect so well. Um, Many of the rules, really. I'm a rule breaker, too, and I think that when I see articles headlined with never do this and don't do that, um, it's too black and white. So, I'm sorry, was the question, what rules should we break? Yes. Many or most. Now, (laughs) there are, in my opinion, aren't really, really solid rules for resume writing. But that said, I wouldn't advise on a resume, even though I don't believe there's a page length rule, there is a a limit that you're wanting to use a resume for. So if you, let's say a very senior executive, they might have a resume that's three or four pages. Let's say even five. Let's get ridiculous. But at the same time, I usually hone it in to three or four, and they can always have agenda pages to supplement and create that portfolio. And other rules that people put out there are don't use charts and graphs or don't use color or only use certain fonts. I don't agree with any of that. There are situations where you might have someone, let's say a recruiter requesting your resume, and they say, we want it to look like this because our client company likes all resumes to be presented this way. That's fine. You can adjust for that situation. Right. Are there any rules you absolutely should follow when building a resume? Probably just that, and I don't know if this is a rule, but that you want to make the resume mostly about your target audience and not so much about yourself. So even though you're showcasing your achievements and your value, 
it's really more about who you're trying to appeal to because it's all about marketing. And as a rule of thumb, that you want to make sure you never forget. Yeah, one I was reading an old blog post of yours just in this last week. One thing I would say is some people just can't get over it and they have to throw shade on their former companies. There's a way to tell how you've succeeded even in the absence of dissing a company you've worked for before. And putting oh, that yeah. putting something like that in a resume would be something I definitely would advise against. I'm sure you would. Yes, thank you for bringing that up. That is so true that you don't want to I like that to throw shade on another on your former company or make throw someone under the bus that you worked with because saying how you took over and really you know, you can figure out a more a more diplomatic way to say that you fixed something that was broken that someone else had might have broken before you. You can say it differently and that you can do it in a real pragmatic way that sounds you know, truthful. And and you made me think of another one. Um, you know, people sometimes, I've had people come to me and they're so passionate about something that they've overcome. Let's say it's an illness, cancer, for example, or something else that's chronic. I think that I understand why people might want to present that on different arenas, their resume or other content that they might even have out there on the internet. But I would say that save that sort of information because Maybe you're passionate and you're involved in an association or an affiliation surrounding that issue or that challenge, but don't plant any seeds at anyone who may have authority to not interview you, you know, not let right. your resume go through. And I think sometimes people think they have to, they should divulge those things or they're just so passionate about the topic now that they're healed or now that they're... Why is a resume not about you? I love that question. You know, it's it's not directly about you. Of course, you're going to talk, you're going to own your achievements. And so it, there's going to be parts of it where it's like, well, of course, that's about you. Right. But you want to put that through a test. You know, everything you put on there on the resume, you want to have to know your company's needs or their industry pain points or, you know, what the marketplace is challenged with and how that affects or possibly affects who you might be employed with. So you research as best you can through your network or through the internet or just through things you've that you know and think about it. And if you know that something that you've done or that your talent you've or a skill that you've gained will help them through those areas of need, pain, maybe they've got a problem, maybe there's a you know, in a highly competitive industry, telecom, for example, is highly competitive, and they're constantly changing and think about what they're, what types of personalities they look for and make right. sure you, you showcase that. And it might mean that you're downplaying something else that you think is your most important trait. Is that, yeah, so. Great. Jackie, my favorite thing to do in these interviews is to ask our guests to brag on themselves or their teams for a moment. Could you tell us a story or two where your efforts have helped a client or two get their dream job and they sent you that flowery email that really made you knew you were achieving the what you'd hoped to achieve? Oh, okay, sure. <laughs> I'll give one or two. One was a recent mid-career client who is in the final phases of interviewing and shared that the resume not only got her the interview, but 
the VP, I believe, that was hiring said it was the most beautiful resume he had ever seen. And I think that it, yeah, I think that what made me feel so good was the word beautiful because, you know, it's just, uh, there is something about having, having even the design and everything come together to really show off a person's essence. So that was probably one of my favorite ones recently. Perfect. I love it. What is the most important thing you'd like our listeners to know about working with you on a resume? It's my worksheet, my workbook. Some people call it my the homework that I give them that is requires a lot of time and thought work that some people are so busy that it's hard to settle. It's not only hard to find the time, even if you can find the time, it's hard to sometimes settle our minds down to zero in and really think about ourselves kind of you have to almost peel back layers and layers to even get to the point of thinking at that level about yourself. And that's probably the part that is the most rigorous and the part I explain before someone actually retains me and make sure that's something they feel comfortable committing to. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Jackie, as we wind down on our time here, before I let you go, where can people go to learn more about the great work you do at Career Trend? So my website is careertrend.net. I'm on LinkedIn at Master Resume Writer, on Twitter at Value Into Words, as well as on Facebook at Value Into Words. Perfect. Jackie, it's so great to have you today. Thanks for stopping by and sharing your wisdom. Well, thank you, Joe. I really enjoyed it. Oh, I did as well. That wraps this broadcast on behalf of our guest, Jackie Bear Poindexter. I am Joe Lavelle, and we'll see you soon on Intrepid Healthcare.